0: Coming up on 5-Minute News. A US recession began in February in the face of coronavirus. Thousands mourn George Floyd in Texas amid calls for reform. And US prosecutors spar with Prince Andrew in Jeffrey Epstein probe. It's Tuesday, June 9. I'm Anthony Davis. The US economy entered a recession in February as the coronavirus struck the nation. A group of economists declared yesterday, ending the longest expansion on record. The economists said that employment, income, and spending peaked in February and then fell sharply afterward as the viral outbreak shut down businesses across the country, marking the start of the downturn after nearly 11 full years of economic growth. A committee within the National Bureau of Economic Research, a trade group, determines when recessions begin and end. It broadly defines a recession as a decline in economic activity that lasts more than a few months. But in this case, the NBER said the collapse in employment and incomes was so steep that it could much more quickly make a determination. The unemployment rate is officially 13.3%, down from 14.7% in April, though both figures are higher than in any other downturn since World War II. A broader measure of underemployment, that includes those who have given up looking and those who have been reduced to part-time status, is 21.2%. On Friday, the US government said that employers added 2.5 million jobs in May, an unexpected gain that suggested job losses may have bottomed out. A recession ends when employment and output start to pick up again, not when they reach their pre-recession levels, so it's possible that the recession could technically end soon. That would make the current recession the shortest and deepest on record. Some economists say it could take two years or more, with the unemployment rate likely still 10% or higher by the end of this year. The World Bank said the world was facing a health and economic crisis that has spread with astonishing speed and will produce the largest shock the global economy has witnessed in seven decades. It expects millions of people to be pushed into extreme poverty. The last chance for the public to say goodbye to George Floyd drew thousands of mourners yesterday to a church in his native Houston as his death two weeks ago continues to stoke protests in America and beyond over racial injustice and spurred France to abruptly halt the use of police chokeholds. Under the searing Texas heat at the Fountain of Praise Church, mourners wearing T-shirts with Floyd's picture or the words, I can't breathe, the phrase he said repeatedly while pinned down by a Minneapolis police officer, waited for hours to see Floyd's body, dressed in a brown suit, in an open gold-coloured casket. Some knew Floyd in the nearby housing projects where he grew up. Others travelled for hours or drove in from other states. Those who couldn't make it whipped up their own tributes. In Los Angeles, a funeral-style procession of cars inched through downtown as the viewing began in Houston. In Tennessee, residents of Memphis held a moment of silence. Floyd's death on May 25th has inspired international protests and drawn new attention to the treatment of African-Americans in the US by police and the criminal justice system. Hours into the viewing, a judge in Minneapolis kept bail at a million dollars for Derek Chauvin, the police officer charged with second-degree murder in Floyd's death. Chauvin said almost nothing during the 11-minute hearing while appearing on closed-circuit television from a maximum security prison. Two weeks after Floyd's death, the impact continued to resonate both at home and abroad. Floyd's death has spurred calls for change nationwide. The Minneapolis City Council has vowed to dismantle the city's 800-member police agency. US prosecutors and attorneys for Britain's Prince Andrew sniped at one another across the Atlantic on Monday, each saying the other side was to blame for the Duke's failure to participate in the Jeffrey Epstein sex trafficking probe. Andrew's lawyers said in a statement that he has offered three times this year to speak with US investigators after being assured that he is not and never has been a target of their criminal investigations into Epstein. That offer, though, came with a request that our cooperation and any interview arrangements would remain confidential, said his lawyers. Unfortunately, the DOJ has reacted to the first two offers by breaching their own confidentiality rules and claiming the Duke has offered zero cooperation. In doing so, they are perhaps seeking publicity rather than accepting the assistance proffered, his lawyers said. Hours later, the US attorney in Manhattan, Jeffrey S. Berman, issued a statement saying the prince had tried to falsely portray himself to the public as eager and willing to cooperate, even as he repeatedly declined to schedule an interview. Jeffrey Epstein killed himself in a US jail last summer as he awaited trial on sex trafficking charges. One of the women who was sexually abused by Epstein as a teenager, Virginia Roberts-Duffray, Has claimed that the financier flew her around the world on private planes to have sex with powerful men, and that she had sexual encounters with Prince Andrew in London and New York, starting when she was 17. Prince Andrew denies the allegation. You can subscribe to Five Minute News with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Please leave a review on iTunes Podcasts or Amazon. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified and truthful world news daily. This is the story of the one.